okay, so the way that the, okay, so the way the podcast has always worked actually is I just like I started in media res and then I pick like an interesting whenever it starts getting interesting so that we can just like go into it. Yeah, but I think you suck at editing, so I want to make sure you're good. Yeah, well, I actually don't suck at editing. I'm probably I think our I think Doggerland's been edited better than Tipper Sycamore, which is, you know, I will admit is entirely my fault. I went to college for it, you didn't. Some of, Timber just, some of Timber Sycamore was good, though. Yeah, no, you did really well for someone who was, like, learning it as he went. I should have been more helpful, but I was, uh, I don't know. Moving. Well, partially. Going through some stuff. I was, you know, we don't have to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what Sam Harris does, which I think is interesting? I was what? listening to, you know, the one where he, the podcast where he defends the, the Dalai Lama. <laughs> was, what he does, apparently, for his podcast is that it's always two hours, and you just... If you're if you're a free listener, you get the first hour, and the second hour is paid. So who amongst us has not used our second paid hour to defend the Dalai Lama? <laughs> no, that's how he introed the show. No, so he was interviewing this guy. I talked to you about this. Like he was interviewing some guy about like. And then he said, Lau- "I think it's fine no, to no, fuck whoa, little whoa, kids." Whoa, 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 whoa! I'm talking, okay? I'm trying, okay. To t- I'm trying to tell my. I'm trying to tell it in a way that's funny. Okay. Like what happened was. He invited this guy on the podcast, and he's, like, sitting because he's a professional, right? Not like us. He's, he has a studio, I assume, or at least a nice house. Um, <laughs> we have a nice apartment. It's a nice apartment. But, like, what he'll um, – no, but he was sitting there, like, I assume, presumably waiting to be interviewed. And so Sam Harris goes – he opens the podcast with a four-minute diatribe about how it's weird that this happened, but he can't imagine the Dalai Lama would do anything nefarious. He's 85. He owns slaves. He's been in the public eye for so long. He owns slaves, so he's A-OK in Sam Harris's eyes. And, like, this guy whose name is Thornton just – I assume just has to sit there like this, who did not sign up to, like, co-sign on any of this, (laughs) one assumes. Um like, just as, you know, Sam Harris mounted this impromptu defense of fucking the Dalai Lama. So I would point out that although Doggerland has no listeners, if anyone happened to be listening in to us yeah. uh, while we're having our conversations yeah. and wanted to appear on the show. That's really, you're really stretching it, but okay. And was at our apartment. Yeah. Uh, we have nice alcohol here. Currently, yeah. we are drinking Bravazzi. It's, we're out uh, of alcohol, actually. We are actually low on alcohol except yeah, for Bravazzi. Poor. We're so poor from the move. Yeah, the move really fucked us. Yeah, and for me having to buy, like, a bed frame. Yeah. So. It's my that bed. is now in the trash. <laughs> no, the other, the other bed frame. The one I ordered is coming. It's from Wayfair. Oh, yeah. It's from Wayfair. It's gonna, it's, I like it because it's headboard compatible, so I feel like one day when I have more money, I could, like, put something stupid there. You should have gone to KO, and also KO uh, should sponsor us. Mm-hmm. That would be super cool if KO gave us money or furniture. We will review furniture okay. on the show. You were. For our no listeners. Please, God, just somebody give us some fucking money. Hey, somebody just listen to us, rather. <laughs> I mean, we had, that's the thing is that, like, you know, back during Timber Sycamore, when we were doing that, our podcast about, like, parapolitics, about the history of the CIA, and about, like, you know, clandestine operations in Latin America, which you guys can go listen to, whoever you are. It's a cool, it's a cool podcast. Uh, like, no, you, we found a way to, you got us a good viewership by pitching it to people constantly. I don't know that Doggerland has a pitch that we could, like, what subreddit would we go to? R slash Red Scare Pod. R slash Neuroticism. Okay. R slash Stupid Pull. R slash Stupid Pull. We make fun of the queers a lot. 
We do it. As, as, but, for, but it's from the inside. But it's from the... Um, like the call is coming from inside the house. It's from the inside, <laughs> yeah. I'm, it's from six inches deep, yeah. Yeah. It's why we get to do it. Nobody would ever be as homophobic as we are without having slept with gay men. There's no also true. or with trans women or trans like there's no you couldn't be this we have such an intimate knowledge of it that informs our bigotry. You could you, know? yeah, you could not be this mad about uh, It's the reason I'm anti Semitic. You could you could <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck me. <laughs> you could not be this mad about someone showing up at your house, uh, your mom asking if you got this person pregnant, this person then insisting to your mother that they are uh, not a woman and uh, if like you're not the, a woman, how are you prego? The end result of this being uh, you go to bed, your mother goes to bed. Your mother is kind of a bitch, uh, but a good person. My mom means really, really well. Uh, this girl came into my mom's room with the word help carved into her arm from her fingernails. And she said, look at what I did to myself. And she held it up to my mom. And my mom said, well, I'm asleep. I don't know what you want me to do to help you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Which was. Uh, did she go to you? Yes. Yeah. Did she go to you first or her? No. First? No, she went to her first. <laughs> this is why my mom thought she was pregnant. Because my mom was like, well, sometimes people do crazy shit while they're pregnant. How? Okay. Like, that was my mom's justification for this. Uh, and then when I told her, no, mom, she's just, uh, she's just like that. No, she's just crazy. She's just like that. She's being hysterical, Michael. <laughs> my mom said. She's being a fucking bitch, mom. <laughs> Leave it alone. No, I literally just said, sorry, mom. She's just like that. She's and just like that. <laughs> and my she's mom a looked, bitch. And my mom looked at me and said, Case well, in point. maybe she should be less like that, Michael. <laughs> in case anyone was wondering, my mother's stance is, uh, it's fine to be yourself unless who you are sucks. Then you should be somewhere else. <laughs> Which I think is a lesson that not enough people have learned because I spent most of my life as myself and it did not work out for me. And as soon as I became someone else... It was much better for me. I spent most of my life until as, it until it stopped working. And, and it, now you're yourself again. And, and now it's I'm working my, out. I don't know that it's working out. It's not working worse. I'm I'm a little bit less myself now. I'm getting better. I'm getting better, so I'm becoming less of myself. <laughs> you know, I'm getting mentally healthier. Yeah, no, you're less of myself. You're getting back into food and back into retail mode. Yeah, it's uh, you got to kill yourself. Yeah, like on the inside, I mean. Yeah. Not not outside. I don't endorse that. You know what That's I told Laura. <laughs> what you tell Laura? Uh, that the trick to working in the food service industry is that you have to take all the things you love and cherish about yourself and you just throw them as hard as you can in a trash can. And then every time you're done your shift, you pick them back up and like put them in the spiritual holes that they go in. Mm -hmm. And then you say, oh, well, it's like pretty much the, it's a little dirtier, but it's still pretty much the same. Uh, and then eventually you end up just viciously hating customers because they have destroyed every part of you. Uh, but you'll be like sitting at someone else's bar and someone will ask a question that you sit there and you're like, that's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. And you no longer have the self-control to not just say that. Like it doesn't just pop. You don't just sit there and go, are you a fucking moron? Yeah. Uh, so you yell at customers at other guys is bars like in defense of the bartenders. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes I usually try to resist it, but like sometimes, like the other day, if I had been sitting at my own bar when that man said that he saw the bathroom mirror and it scared him, that's why he broke a glass. And I was sitting at my own bar. 
I would have sat there and been like, "Are you fucking kidding me, bro? I need you to run back through this excuse." You, you, he. So wait, hold on. Let's 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 go back. Uh, so he got. Sorry, what happened? So he came out of the bathroom. Yeah. Knocked one of our glasses over. Keep in mind, we have all vintage glasses. We uh, ethically source them or whatever the what fuck. What the hell does that mean? What the fuck? We you some, ethically source your glasses? It means we like, get them from Goodwill. So you didn't buy them off a of crackhead? Yeah. Goodwill's not an ethical source. Or uh, They're other, a for-profit like, company. Yeah, other like vintage sources. We get a lot of them used from people. Sometimes if someone's like, hey, I have cool glassware that my grandmother died and left. Uh, we just take that. You just take it? Like if they give it to us, yeah. Okay, so that's like ethically sourced. They're bereaved though, or what's the word? They're grieving. Well, some people like they're the bars not they go in, to more than their grandparents. They're not so. a sound mind. <laughs> I like alcohol more than anybody that I know. I'll tell you that much. Man. Not me. You don't like alcohol more than anyone you know? I like alcohol more than anyone I know, and that includes you. Oh, you mean you like alcohol more than the people you know? Yeah. Oh, I meant that I like alcohol better than anyone I know. So the same. Yeah. Yeah. I would kill you for a fucking... For a Long Island iced tea. <laughs> I would not. I would probably... I only said that to piss you off. I would probably know. shoot myself after I had a Naked and Famous. Like, if someone was like, I'll give you a Naked and Famous right now, in return, you have to commit suicide. I would at least briefly consider it. Yo, that Naked and Famous you make was so good. Thank you. I appreciate that. So what did you... What was the... What you put in it? Uh, so I used... Uh, so we have this thing that's just called Hot Ass Liquid. What is it? What's in that? We make it in house. Okay. Secret. Well, what's it? It definitely gets Takis. You put Takis in it? There is a Taki sitting in it. Yeah. Okay. Like it's sitting inside the squeeze. It's sitting inside the jar. <laughs> okay. I, you don't like garnish the drink with a Taki, which no. I've seen I've seen you do before as well. I've also received drinks with you while I had a drink garnished with a Taki. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I just, uh, so. I love Mexicans. Hot ass liquid is kind of magic. I won't ask any more questions about trade secrets. I'm not Chinese. Yeah, hot ass liquid. Uh, we, but it's really good. Yeah. Uh, it's mostly just hot, so it doesn't really have flavor. Yeah. It's just hot. Uh, it's like, well, it's not. You're not supposed to drink it. It's supposed to be. You mix it in. Yeah, it's to add capsaicin to a drink. Well, naked and famouses are great because they're actually fucking good. But like, the reason you would shoot yourself, I assume, is because like you never have any of that shit on you. Yellow chartreuse and, which is. Yeah, does, we don't. Does it exist right now for any other reason? I mean, the monks make it obviously, right? Yeah, no, there is a reason. But like, but it's for naked and famous, basically. That's no, why there's other it. drinks with it. With yellow? Yeah. So what's green chartreuse? Which uh, so I have no idea why a human being uses green chartreuse. I've never actually seen it used, really. Oh, I thought green was the one that everyone used. No, no, yellow it's everyone. yellow that everyone. So what's green for? Then? Uh, green is higher proof. Okay. And the flavor is a lot more intense. How would you like? So, so the more intense version of a sex on the beach, or it's not more intense, but there's like a edgier version. They call it sex in the driveway. So if you made a Naked and Famous with green chartreuse instead, what would you call that? What would be a more intense version of that? Um, the Riley Reed. The Riley Reed? <laughs> That's better than what I was going for. What were you going for? Uh, I was going to make another rape joke. Oh. Raped and Famous. This has been one of the bluest well, podcasts. This has been one of the bluest podcasts. That's just Sinead O'Connor. Sinead, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Okay. You know we're gonna we're gonna pivot. We're gonna talk about some news. 
because it's been fucking, yo, it's been like three weeks, right? It's been three I thought you were going to say it's been like three minutes of us making shitty jokes. but It's been that too. Actually, it's been 12. So I have, um, I have 12 here. I don't know. This podcast is incredible because I always feel like it goes very quickly. It does, because it's way more fun. Because it Sycamore takes for fucking ever to record, it feels like. To record one hour-long episode. Took it takes, like, three hours of, like, mental... <laughs> it's just like, oh, my God, when will this end? Like, I, I was able to... We ended Timber Sycamore routinely, like, at an hour. This one, I keep trying to end at an hour. It always goes to an hour 20. Yeah. Because we just can't shut ourselves up. Well, so it's also, uh, this is a pretty good indication of what my girlfriend goes through every day. This is what I used to, well, actually, no. So this is what she goes through, which is way better. I used to go through the, yo, he, you know, the Timber Sycamore research era was really rough. The Timber Sycamore research era was rough for me, too. Yeah, it was rough for both of us. It was physically taxing. Nobody enjoyed it. It was physically taxing. Yeah, we need to be able to do this professionally. Like, as much as I loved Timber Sycamore and what it did. Yeah, you know, what did it do? Yeah, what did it do? It served very well as, like, an informational podcast. I mean, yeah, I still think that we should have just written pieces. They were denser. Yeah, no, in retrospect, that makes so much more fucking sense. Well, why did you want to do a podcast? You wanted to do a podcast, if I recall, because you were already doing one that had kind of, like basically died yeah ours me like and, died me, and brownings, me and brownings had teetered out shout out to browning though he's still the homie yeah, browning is much better than he used to be yeah browning uh i'm super proud of you bud uh you've worked super hard on this if you don't he's listen to this right if now. you don't listen to this podcast then you never get to hear me compliment you and uh, wouldn't that suck well, you, um, can't, you can't threaten him like I, from here i can't you have to call him. call browning it's an Okay. Yeah, call Browning. Just threaten him on there. Browning, we're bringing you on live. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't... Yeah, just threaten him on here. Hey, Jamie, pull that shit up. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Jamie, pull up Browning. <laughs> it's like a Jerry Springer bit. Like, who, look who we have back on stage. Or fucking Maury Povich. Browning, you are now live on Doggerland. Yo! Well, Mike wants to what? threaten you. What the fuck is this? He wants to threaten you. Uh, so I just complimented you on Hayes Nice podcast. Okay. Uh, are we actually recording? Yeah, we are actually currently recording, and you are actually currently live coming through my microphone. Yeah, um, one hopes. Y'all, y'all are streaming, though. No, we're just recording. No, you can't watch us. Oh, okay. Like Mike just wanted to say that you have to listen to this episode, or else you'll never get to hear him compliment you. Yeah, that's true. I did. That is the entire purpose of this call, is for me to say that if you don't listen to the episode, you don't get to hear the compliment. Yeah, that's true. What's the compliment? Oh, I have to listen. Okay, that's You have to listen to figure yeah, it out. Yeah, I can't fucking tell you. You can't yeah. tell. Don't worry. We'll upload it soon. Probably next Friday so you're not or this tell Friday. not what the compliment is. I just have to listen. Yeah. Yeah. So we have we have we have a pretty low listenership. Wait, Browning, hold on. We have to drive that somehow. Yeah, Browning, hold on. I got a question. What do you think about what's news? What's good news to talk about? Uh, Oh, we can talk about. I don't know. Didn't that How to Blow Up a Pipeline movie just come out? Didn't the what? Did y'all ever read that? By Joanna Small. Wait, How to Blow Up a Pipeline movie? Yes, I have the How to Blow Up a Pipeline book. I actually might have just sold it to Second and Charles. Yeah, you did. Was it any good? And by just, <laughs> I mean when I moved here, you did that. Yeah. No, I yeah. saw it on the shelf. Uh, just meaning like five months ago. Uh, yeah. No, it sucks. 
Oh, we oh we're gonna roast it. I never read it. Uh, Can we roast it? Not if you've never read it. I I yeah, roast books I don't read all the time. Um. Anyway, mom is a cunt. Okay. He Wait. sucks. His writing is trash, and uh, I'm uh, sad that he gets to keep doing it for Verso, who definitely pays him more than he deserves. Verso, pay me instead. Okay. Quit. They're not listening. Can you I'm hang not. up on Browning? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Goodbye, Browning. We have to record. We'll call you later. I promise. Oh, please, go ahead. Yeah, he wrote it himself. Um, thus, my mother made me aware early that women were earthy human beings and not the big-titted goddesses whose image so many men distort and fall prey to. Hers seemed a far healthier attitude than the repressed feelings in Anglo cultures. Yes, it's true, her sexy manner may have given me a hidden desire for my mother, but did it destroy my values? <laughs> Possibly. I adored her too much, but I'd prefer the fake to the cold, queer dislike or distrust of woman I see in some men. Nor was she ever the shrew out of Tennessee Williams' place, castrating, bossy, loud. Selfish and self-dramatizing, yes, passionate and punishing at times, but always with a sense of love. I'm punishing you, but I love you as human to me. I'm punishing you because I love you as not. I don't know. Oliver Stone's a mother guy. I think that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I still, I love his work, but um, it, that, that was, was very entertaining, Browning. Thank you. I'm convinced you gotta just be a weirdo to make it in Hollywood. Yeah. Oh. Oh my God. You know what, yeah. Browning? I. I. You, we can't talk to you any longer because like this is too much of the podcast. But we're gonna invite you on at some point. I think it'll be fun. Also, we'll all be camping together soon. Oh so. yeah, we could do an outdoor episode. Well, you know, this is the Avant Pod after all. Yeah, Alright. I'll catch you, brother. We'll catch you, boy. That was that was definitely worth it, yeah. So uh commenting on that Oliver Stone section for a second for a second. On that section for a second. On that yeah. Um, the Oliver Stone section. Yeah, fuck the news. This is the Oliver Stone moment. Okay. Um I'm so The fact that Oliver Stone wants to fuck his mom a little bit weird. A little, yeah. Probably inappropriate. Uh, probably, yeah. Reminds me of uh, that girl who just tweeted the other day. Uh, okay, go ahead. She was real mad about Sam whatever the fuck. Sam Hyde? Singer? Nope, singer. Sam Singer? Sam Smith? Sam Smith? Is that a singer? That, that is a singer. So he just did a show where he did a, like a strip tease into a BDSM outfit, but it uh, wasn't allegedly because we don't know if this is the right Sam. Yeah, <laughs> allegedly. So some some gay dude named Sam. Okay, Sam Smith is gay, I think. Okay, Alle- so probably- allegedly, I don't know. I'm <laughs> I'm a 25 year old straight man. I don't know. We are piecing together. Uh, allegedly, he's. We're piecing together memories and hoping that we are hitting the right one. So this may have happened to someone at some point. Probably. There's definitely a man named Sam. Okay, guy he's named definitely Sam. gay. He's gay. He did a strip tease into a BDSM outfit. Okay, he did a strip tease into it. How does that work? So like he, you, you like you pull the shirt over like, his shoulder, but it's all leather underneath. Yes, that doesn't make sense. Okay, so he did that. Fine. Uh, no, that's fine. Um, and then okay. this girl tweeted about how it was satanic. Yeah. And she was very mad about well, it. Well, he was wearing pleather. That is satanic. But she was very mad about it. Or latex, also satanic. Uh, she was super pissed. She was arguing that him doing this in front of children is the real problem here. Um, 
Well, so then it turns out that this girl has an OnlyFans where she did a porn with her mom. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, so run that back. So not that far though. Let's focus on the porn. So uh, dude is satanic for yeah, uh, stripping. Yeah, he's satanic. To, okay. To like, what is the equivalent of like underwear and a wife beater? Like for a woman? No, like that's what I mean. Like the outfit is the equivalent of underwear and a wife beater. Like briefs? Yeah. Like and it's, but it's leather. Yeah. Does it have studs? No. It's just leather. Yeah. It's it. Yeah. Or pleather rather. Yeah. Because he's because gay men can't dress. We all know that. Um, and so. So then he. Uh, so then, so this then that's woman, enough to say that. Okay, this so woman treats out that he is satanic. A satanic that he is pedophile. Probably a pedophile. Uh, that it was deeply inappropriate, bare minimum, yeah. deeply inappropriate. Which, like, were this man actually a satanic pedophile? True. Uh, the reality is, this is just a gay dude doing gay dude shit. Which, like, you and I have both been around more than our fair share. Yeah, we've been that before. <laughs> yes, I have. It. I have been the dude doing gay dude shit. Yeah. Um, is sucking a dude off gay? No. It's not? Okay. Not if it's after your workout. Okay, well, we weren't... Well, and you're both just having what a... What if the workout was gay sex? So if you call it a bro job, it's fine. Okay. Well, I didn't do that, so I think I might be gay. Well, that's probably gay then. Yeah. Um, so, so this is all satanic. However... Yeah. Her making a porn with her mom... Yeah. ...is perfectly normal. So when you say a porn with her mom, what does that entail? I mean, she posted a video on the OnlyFans of her and her mother. Okay, so what did they do? I don't know. I didn't pay for it, Hayes. I'm not well, that good know. of a journalist. That's, that's, <laughs> okay, that's still weird. I'm just saying, like, was it? were they, like, doing a striptease together, which is, like, very fucked up? Or were they fucking, which is, like, <laughs> kill it with fire fucked up? Uh, so I can, I'm, I'm going to go find Like, the do they need therapy or do they need to be, like, removed? Do you understand what I'm saying? Mother and daughter. <laughs> subscribe to our OnlyFans. She's hot. No, she's not ugly. That was never the argument. The argument is not, is she ugly? The argument is, should she not be fucking her mom? Wait, 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 wait. Okay, so this says, mother and daughter, subscribe to our OnlyFans. You did this, you buried the lead. My OnlyFans. OnlyFans.com slash Mother's OnlyFans. OnlyFans.com slash I don't know why I read the whole thing. I'm not plugging them. But like... <laughs> No, they have. We're actually going to edit that out. We're going to put the sine wave in. Yeah, we're going to put the sine, the oscillator. We're going to bleep it. I don't know if I should bleep the earlier part. Oh, it is Sam Smith. Good job. Nice. Well, you said uh, Sam Smith. I just said yes. Her original tweet was there was no age restriction on his shows. Some parents may have bought. Okay, so he's a little more revealed than I realized. At least on I the upper body. I want to call the episode "Raped and Famous" now. I'll be honest. Sam Smith is a raging weirdo for that. All right, don't listen to this. Society is already doomed. Let's not normalize kids watching this kind of active stuff. Society is young already age. doomed. <laughs> well, I mean, so, listen, so first and foremost, if society is doomed, then who gives a fuck? Listen, I don't want to be like the guy who like. I don't want to be the guy. Is that Sam Smith? He's so fat. Holy shit. That's the worst thing I've ever seen. 
Uh, she is right, we're however. We're going to talk her, about the news now. She is right in her second tweet where she says whoever's telling this man he's sexy needs jail time. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, that said, uh, this girl seems to have done a porn with her mother, who is also a porn star. Okay. Um, yeah. Which is fucked. So I don't want to be like the guy. As you know, I'm the resident, like, dorkinist in the house. So are you, actually. We're both. The only one who doesn't is, is Laura, which is funny. But, like, I don't want to be that guy who says, like, you know, you have an OnlyFans. Opinion doesn't count because that's just fucking stupid. But yeah. at the same time, I think you, if you have an OnlyFans, your opinion legitimately doesn't count if, if the point you're trying to make is that, like, sexual, like, liberalism is, like, what's dooming society and going too far. It's like, okay, do something else then. Why don't you work at McDonald's? So Like, the, what's the... I don't get it. Like, what's why really are you, wild is... Why are is, you doing the sexual moral panic? What's wild is... You're an OnlyFans like, girl. She is quote-tweeting people saying things like, I don't know, Sam Smith is a weirdo, question mark, and then posting a picture of her tweet and a picture of her tweeting her and her mom's OnlyFans. Uh, and just saying Sam Smith is a weirdo, which I will point out, legitimate complaint here, right? Yeah, like, Sam Smith is a weirdo. Sam Smith is a weirdo, and I say this as a dude who is a I little support bit, body positivity unless you're fat. I That's so my whole point. I'm like a little bit chubby. Uh, I am less fat than Sam Smith. No, you actually... No, I, I'm looking at you right now, and it's like... You're a bigger guy, but like watching that was kind of like... it. You have a bigger frame. You can pull it off better. He does not like. Yeah. Like, what's that? Mo what's that movie? He has very where they... narrow shoulders. That's his problem. Yeah. Like, he wasn't born to be fat. He was born to be skinny. He's just fat. So, for men, if you have broad shoulders, you're you can like put on a little six extra one. Weight. You've got broad shoulders. Your arms are the size of my thighs. You are a former boxer. You have to make sure like that the your reason there's a reason big. you look the way that you do and you pull it off. Yeah, you have to make sure your entire body is big, and then you have to buy clothes that fit. Uh, a Sam Smith's outfit, terrible. Yeah. B, Sam Smith's body, not great. No, bad. No, it's <laughs> bad. <laughs> I was trying to be nice. No, like I just want to. I just want to reiterate, like you know, <laughs> this is our. This is gonna be our girls' chat. Like you know, we love each other. We support each other. You know, it's all good vibes here. Like you know, you look really good, Michael. Like compared to him, especially. <laughs> like you, I don't put your. Don't say I'm a little chubby. Like you're gonna put yourself in the same league as whatever the fuck you just made me look at. <laughs> whatever Jar Jar fuck, or fucking Jabba the Hut shit. You made no, me look at. I am genuinely better than that. No, like the thing is, no, I am. Hold on. I am genuinely like slightly chubby. No body positivity for celebrities. Okay? I am. I don't care. I am slightly chubby. Where Sam paid, Smith is so fat. You get paid for us to look at you. Look better. I am slightly chubby. Sam Smith is fat. Mm -hmm. That's the difference. Um, Thank you. And you can be like slightly chubby and still look good. You just have to find clothes that fit. You know, and uh, also have confidence. Uh, Weird shout out to the incels who are like a little bit chubby and don't actually look bad, but seem to never be able to find anyone who will sleep with them. Um, you can, I'm, I'm telling you now, you can find people who will sleep with you and be happy to do it uh, if you're like willing to, I don't know, be a decent human being. I would never do that, first of all. Well, you're I'm skinny. A, I'm a huge, yeah, no, the skinny guy, no, it's the fat guys who have a chance. It's the skinny short guys who are fucked. No, it's the, Obviously. it's the guys who obsess about being short who are... Yeah, <laughs> no, those guys are fucked, definitely. No, this is actually the best era, I think, to be, like, a short, skinny guy in. Like, this is peak. 
not short. I mean, like short, like you know, compared to the average. Obviously, it would probably have right, been. Antonio- it probably would have been better to be five seven, like in the nineteenth century when all men were five seven. And the flip side is, it probably would have been worse to be Antonio Gramsci when he was alive than it would be now. Yeah, no, Antonio Gramsci. He could be a uh, like they love like, I don't know. Like he could be a disabled kind of rights activist or whatever for short people, because I've read the disabled rights guys, you know, stuff and it's really bad. He's a way better writer than them. Do you? So he could have cleaned up in that market. <laughs> Are you kidding me? He could have half-assed it. Hell yeah, dude. He would have half-assed it and been the best writer around. Oh my god, you think Andrea Dorkin was like popular like back then? Like, imagine if she was writing today and her competition is fucking like I'm Brad Fem Hitler. I'm telling you imagine. now. Imagine Kathleen McKinnon. <laughs> Catherine McKinnon is still alive. <laughs> and she doesn't really write anymore. Yeah, well, she's a legal theorist. She's got, like, other shit that she's doing. But you know. if she was Andrea like, Dworkin, as much as I love her, didn't have a whole lot better to do with her time. Catherine McKinnon, I think, does. Just imagine, like... This is now, uh, what is it, Third Wave Slander? <laughs> That's the name of my next podcast, by the way. Third Wave Slander. <laughs> That's going to be the other Third title. Third Wave Slayers. Okay, so which title we want to go with? Is it going to be Third Wave Slander or Raped and Famous? I'm still going with Third Wave Slayers. I like Raped and Famous. I'm trying to get some uh, advanced high <laughs> neo, neoliberal slurs. Mm-hmm. Third Wave Slayers. We're going for... Uh, Third wave the post, slurs. The postmodernism of slurs. The no wave of slurs. No wave slurs. Yeah. Oh, that's a great name. No wave slurs. <laughs> How? Do, what are no wave slurs? How does that work? Hold well, on, we're on something big here. We're on something big here. What is this? So, like, when you when you postmodernize slurs, right? Okay. Because they're no longer about like receiving pleasure, right? In a Zizekian, in a shit. Oh, we're talking about the Zizekian fist fucking thing. In in Zizekian fist fucking theory. In Zizekian fist fucking theory. Yes. Go where, ahead. No, go ahead. Where, no, so, I love this. This is so, so good. This is so fucking good. So Shitzek says that fist fucking is uh, postmodern. It's postmodern because, because nobody there's no, joy. There's no pleasure. It's just penetration in the abstract. So no wave fist fucking theory is actually. Uh, well, what's no? Hold on. No wave slur theory. So we're going to no wave fist fucking first. Okay, we have to. Okay, there's steps to this dialectic. So six nine uh, does that thing with the barbecue fork to that woman. Uh, okay, horrible. six nine, yeah. So sure. six nine advances. Yeah, we're going there. Okay. Six, six nine advances from postmodern fist fucking theory to uh, no wave fist fucking theory. Okay, so no, and how does that work? So we like oh, because it's like because he oh, it's like cinema or no, it's like theater of cruelty. It's like uh, yeah, it's extra. Uh, what do they call it? Like uh, what's the music that hurts you? Uh, black midis. No, like it's music that hurts you. Hold on. Uh, whatever you listen to. Shut up. Forest. Fuck you! <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> I'm looking at it. Avant, guard, music, Wikipedia, without finding it. <laughs> it's called danger music. Danger music? Yeah. Oh, it has a local scene in Japan. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You really want us to convert to the news, don't you? <laughs> okay, this is... Because I'll tell you who uh, listened to some danger music recently. Who? The prime minister when he got almost... When he had that attempted assassination. Oh, Fumio Kishida. Uh, uh, Siam... What's the guy... What's the name of the guy in the, who's... New... 
Yusuf, hmm. uh, the fucking Cat Stevens. No, S and P guy, not Cat Stevens. <laughs> all right, hold on. This is the worst. Hold on, let me go grab my notebook. This is the worst podcast of all time. This episode is sponsored by June Updates. Twitter.com slash June Updates. June Bug Updates, my bad. first transatlantic telegraph cable. It took them four years and over a million dollars to lay seven copper wires 2,600 miles across the ocean. It cost them over a million dollars. Adjusted for inflation today, that's roughly $36.5 million. At a certain point in human history, the ability to communicate instantaneously over significant geographic distances would have been viewed as magical, supernatural demonic, divine, an awesome and terrible power. To view the inside of another's home from miles away, to see their face, to hear their voice, to know their thoughts. Today, however, to even draw at this point seems trite. Humans are creatures of their environment, just as all those who came before us. You know this. You know the scale of technology today, and you know things used to be different. Personally, I like Twitter. I'd be sad if Twitter went away. Do you like Twitter? Do you want to read my words? See my face? Know my thoughts? If so, you can follow me at JuneBugUpdates on Twitter.com. Stay up to date on all the latest June updates. Also be sure to check out the official June Updates website for full access to the entire June Updates archives. Subscribe to the June Update newsletter to stay informed on what's coming down the pipeline next for June Updates. Post on the message board to chat with other June Updates fanatics. And of course, don't forget to use promo code JUNE20 for 20% off your first month of June Updates. Thank you for listening. God bless. All you wrote. Let me get my notebook. But that's what you asked for a name. Mr. Fishai? Yeah. That's not that's the CEO of Google. That's a different guy. Oh, not of the S P. Not of the S P. Sorry guys. You fucking racist. <laughs> oh, I just write it down because it wasn't worth it. <laughs> Alright, I already hold on, pause your recording. So, um, while we were outside, 
recording yet. Oh, okay. Are you recording? Yeah. So while we were outside, no, shut up. Real quick, we should correct the record. So Humsa Yusuf is the leader of the Scottish National Party. He recently won an election that was uh, contested by some white lady. I don't remember her name. Uh, I heard about it on a podcast. I listen to a lot of podcasts at work now, like news podcasts, like from the Times or BBC. The Irish, Irish Times. Times. Love the Irish Times. Um, the Decibel by the Globe and Mail is actually really good. Um, um, and we also other... want to correct the record again. Okay, Cinder Pichai is the CEO of Google. He's been doing podcasts, interviews with like Hard Fork by NYT and Wall Street Journal, basically saying Google didn't fuck up the AI race by letting ChatGPT get ahead and us releasing Bard, which sort of sucked. Uh, we kind of fucked it up, but also we Bard. still own a search engine, which is where we're going to use this. Like you know, this is where the practical application is going to be for like. AI for what is effectively fancy autocomplete, which is what ChatGPT is. Uh, so I just want to correct the record. Sundar Pichai is the CEO of Google. I know that you just wrote that in your notes. You didn't know what it meant. You know, you're not a racist. That was the entire note. That was, it was, the, it was Sundar Pichai. Sundar Pichai, Italy versus ChatGPT, China. We're not talking about any of that anymore, probably. Um, yeah, fuck I would also like yeah, to fuck correct being educational. I would also like to correct the record. Yeah. Uh, the man who had an attempted assassination in Japan, his name is Yukio Mishima. Okay, that's not a correct record. <laughs> Hold on. That is, and, that is an incorrect uh, record. The attempted assassination was of himself by himself. Okay, well, he was successful, though. He, 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 was, he was a successful assassin. He did it. Um, yeah. It was super sad. Uh-huh. Sun and Steel is a great book. Sun and Steel. You haven't, have we gotten it yet? I've read it. You read it online? <laughs> yeah. Is it actually good? Yeah, no, it actually is. Okay. Yeah, no, well, he's a, like, Mishima's a fucking, it's hard to tell, like, from Japanese to English, but, like, he is, as far as I can tell, a beautiful stylist. Yeah. Like, uh, I was making it, I made a joke about it last night. I've never read Sun and Steel in full. I've read Passages, though. Um, really good shit. So. It's good for, uh, it's going to be, I think we're going to, we should get a physical copy. We should. And we should, like, use it in the, in the boxing gym. We should recite Passages. We could also recite Ernst Jogner. I honestly, I am unironically in support of Ernst Jünger for the gym. If we just want to recite like gay dudes, homo, who... like I love. I've told you before. I go back and forth between calling myself gay. Where the hell are you going? I'm going to get my Ernst Jünger. Oh. oh no, he's over here. I forgot to organize this shelf. Okay, he's back. Uh, we need to get better shelves. I sent Laura some. She seems on board, but she won't ever buy them. So, so we uh, have to like go fifty-fifty on them. This is the uh, very heterosexual work of Ernst Jünger. Are you going to read Ernst Jünger? Okay, fine. The air was charged with such overflowing masculinity that okay. every breath was intoxicating. Jesus. One wanted to cry without knowing why. Oh, men's hearts can feel that. Okay. <laughs> this is what Hayes and I work out to. Yeah, uh, we do. <laughs> I was thinking about the, uh, you know, learning the language of the flesh, and for this I use sun and steel. That was Mishima. <laughs> so the name of the so Prime Minister of Japan that. is Fumio Kishida. To correct the record, now that we've gone... Correct the record, correct. This has been... If this is your first episode, I apologize. This has gone way off the deep end. I don't know who I'm talking to. I don't care about the fucking rules. You know what I was going to do to you, Michael? What? One day I was going to open the podcast and I was going to say, thank you for listening to Doggerland. And you were going to do that bit, I assume, of who are you talking to? And I was going to say, what are you talking about? And then I would gaslight you. 
And then you would say, you're, we're not allowed to talk to the audience. And I would say, what are you, that has never been a rule. Are you fucking insane? What kind of stupid ass rule is that? So for are anyone you who, fucking retarded? For anyone who doesn't listen and doesn't know. Um, I don't care. This was, I, I, we might trash this episode. This show is great. This is a great show. And this is I'm our best episode. Lo- I'm having a lot of fun. Um, I'm really. So oh, we never. We. Oh my God. We're, you know. We've been drinking too much. You want to know why? Why? That's enough. It's synced. We Yo, did it. I had really good timing on that. If you look at my little time bars, they're yeah, all I believe, identical. Okay, different. you got good rhythm. Cool. Yeah. I wish that would come through when you dance. It does. It does. That is the only time it comes through. You've got Latin blood, my friend. Usually, usually my clapping is very bad, though. Okay, so let's go through the itinerary. That's why I was proud of that. I don't care about the podcast anymore. I think it's, uh, you know, we've already gotten, we've gotten like three hours worth of good content in the last 30 minutes, so let's just talk about our itinerary. Like, after we finish recording, what are we going to do? Uh, so I think we should watch Equilibrium. Okay, no, we're going to go to the gym. What's the answer I was looking for? We got I'm it. not looking to do that today. Okay, you're looking. Okay, what you will be looking to do is to instruct me while you sit in the corner. My shoulder still hurts. You? It doesn't hurt when you like look at me do it. Like a little bit. A little bit. It hurts your shoulder when you look at me do it. Yeah, it's why my arm. Okay, up. it's why my arm is up right okay, now. Okay, okay. So like I'm actually supporting my arm on the bookshelf okay. because <laughs> it hurts to have it dangle. Okay, new plan. You will write for me a boxing routine to do at the gym. And I will go do it, and you will stay here, and you will you will play Fire Emblem for a little bit. I will come up. We will watch Equilibrium on the tiny little CRT that we have. That is the only option, yeah. And then we will wait until Laura gets home, and then we will beg Laura to take us to karaoke like she's our mom. Please, 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 Laura please. Laura actually really likes karaoke. Yeah? I don't think she likes going with us. She doesn't like going with me. She actually had a lot of fun last time. Well, that's because you had you finally decided to enjoy yourself and like yourself. And when I ever, whenever I start liking myself, Michael, it's going to be over for you. It's going to be over for everyone. That's when I did the best in life. You know? I like you. Who cares what you think? That's fair. You're wearing a wife beater. I don't... It's fucking a, dumbass. In case anyone didn't know who can't see us right now, but is also in the room. Who are you talking to? The people who are in the room but can't see us. <laughs> Okay. Blind men. Laura? Hello? 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 Um, my white beard is also bleach stained. You can't oh, see it. Oh, yeah, because Laura bleached it. <laughs> <laughs> because my girlfriend hates me. Oh, I know why you don't want to work out. Why? I'll tell you later. I'll tell you later. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. If I get it right, you have to you have to say that I got it right though. Should we start reading the print? You mean like right now? No, not right now. But, but like in, in general? general, I have we have two copies, I think. Well, so I was thinking uh, this copy specifically because it's the prints and the discourses. Oh, that has my bookmark in it. I was reading it. You know, I want to be like Dasha. She's read the prints. A sure hunt on where to look. Yeah. A sure cunt on where to look. The only hunt I know is E. Howard. Uh, Sorry, this is now a parapolitics podcast. No, again. it's not. It's not. 
We actually have so many cool parapolitics books, and I wish that we would do a parapolitics podcast. I, okay. But also, it's... Okay, pitch me the parapolitics podcast. Go ahead. Because it can't be Timber Sycamore again, because that was exhausting. Yeah, I work Now I work 40 hours a week, basically. Yes, yeah, They basically give me that. They don't yeah. give me health insurance, but they give me five shifts a week. So you go ahead, and you pitch me what your new parapolitics so podcast is. So you could is. come work with me on four 10-hour days. That's not... Okay, that's... I could do that. But then we have to ask, okay, so what's the parapolitics podcast pitch? Um, what if we did independent research? No, that sucks. No. That's actually worse than That's Timber Sycamore. Worst independent it's, research? Like, it is a cooler idea. What does that mean? Like, what do you mean by that? Like, like what we, if we delved through, like, like what if we interviewed, what if we went out and interviewed people who yes. used to work for the CIA yeah, so it's a much, on our budget? Yeah, it's a much cooler podcast. Yes, um, that is way off, but no. But it's also so much harder to do. Are you kidding so me? So again, if someone wants to fund our parapolitics podcast, we'll take your money. Peter Thiel, we're here for you. We'll destroy your enemies. I imagine. We'll blow you. Hot sub? What? What'd you say? I'm nothing. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, like, Peter Thiel, Omidjar, you have to imagine that, like, even if you don't like the guy, like, you have some enemies in common. Probably. I don't know that Peter Thiel and I have enemies in common. I like, feel like we no, are I... each other's direct enemies. I think you imagine your, your relate for as many weird connections as you happen to have, because you are a really well-connected guy, like... I think you sort of imagine that your relationship with both Peter Thiel and Varg Vikerns is a lot like less one-sided than it actually is. Like, I don't know that these guys know who you are. Well, so Peter Thiel and I have a relationship like Dr. Dracula and Van Helsing. <laughs> I'm hunting him, but he doesn't know I exist. <laughs> Okay, that's good. <laughs> and, and, and Varg? Uh, Varg and I are just Hegelian opposites. So you're like a Batman villain in the... Varg Vickers universe. In the, in the very early stages, like you're Jim Carrey's Riddler. <laughs> you're like, you're, you're, fucking, you're fucking Jack Nicholson in the, in the tar pit or the acid pit, and you're crawling out, and you're vowing revenge against the world. He doesn't know you exist yet. Also, in this scenario, Varg Vickers is the hero. <laughs> which... <laughs> <laughs> it was a bleak world. <laughs> yeah, he no, goes my, down burning churches and he's like, I'm Nordman. My, <laughs> I believe. My, my main villain in life. Where are they? Just this dude who's running around being like, let me see your foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> Show me your cock. <laughs> and then being like, I, I hate the homosexual. <laughs> Does he? And they're like, yes. wait, wait, Varg is anti-gay? Uh, yes, unless you're a Nord. And then you are actually just following the steps of Odin. <laughs> so the reason he dislikes homosexuals is because they are committing cultural appropriation. Correct. Okay. <laughs> Correct. Um, so, like, my main villain in life is a dude just running around being like, let me see your cock. I need to check your foreskin. Where is the foreskin going? And uh, just being very confused about that. Uh-huh. And then also uh, viciously blaming... Uh, so, like, at varying times, he will call, uh, like, specifically black people orcs. <laughs> um, Wait, like, like, like Lord of the Rings? Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, and then he will call Jews Sauron. Okay, so actually, like, Lord of the Rings. Correct. Not, like, I was... Wow, so he'll call them Sauron. 
Yes. Like Lord of the Rings. Yes. Okay. Uh, he sees himself, as does Peter Thiel. I think this is really why we're opposed, is because we're both huge fucking nerds. Um, You're both fans of Lord of the Rings? Well, also, we're both, like, weirdly into the Tolkien universe. Okay. Well, you're not into that anymore. We've replaced uh, all of Middle-Earth with Fothland, thankfully. Yeah, we've A true proletarian. All... You know, you are Edelgard the, von the Hesfeld. Nepo the Napoleonic yeah, no, world she, spirit. No, she is, the, she is the unity of, like, the... She is the unity of Lenin and Napoleon, which is why she's so fucking hot. Except she's slow. She is slow. She's not Napoleonic mm -hmm. in the sense that she has speed on the battlefield. But she is... I don't, you know, I, wood. <laughs> is the point that we're trying to make. Would follow her into battle, that is. Yeah, I would, I would be her Hubert. Also, I'd fuck her, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> I would follow her around being like, well, I'm very sad because I. Ah, Lady Edelgard's. Yeah, oh. I don't think I trust this new professor. He's French for some reason. He also sounds like that. That was actually a pretty good impersonation. Any experience is worth having. That's my opinion on drugs. Yeah. <laughs> that's my opinion on... Uh, that's why I've done Salvia four times. That's my times. opinion on Nafabs. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not any. Not if it's too much experience, you know? I'm like trying to look at the bookshelf and be like, what do we have that's super weird? And then I looked at the bookshelf next to me and I said, oh, actually, that that's whole the whole book. We have a copy of Mein Kampf that's not afraid to look badass because every copy of Mein Kampf you see today is like it's very morose. It's black. It has the title and author in Helvetica. This one straight up has it in Fractor. Yeah. And it's got a picture. Pull it out. Pull that shit out, Jamie. <laughs> it's straight up got a picture of Hitler on it. He does. It does. It like, does. well, what's he? Show it to me. Show it to me. Show it to me. He is actually uh, Roman saluting himself. Yeah, no, he's just like walking. I'm gonna post a photo of that later. I don't know what they do here. I don't know what goes on in this state here in South Carolina, but it's clearly like some fucked up shit. So we have. It's uh, some fucked up repugnant shit. We have that. We have uh, all of the Codex Fascismus. Uh, That's is, all you. Which is from a weird fascist publisher. <laughs> Shout out to them. We're so not I've giving been, your name. I've been making the joke that this is a fascist podcast forever, but like, I'm starting to believe that it might... St is it coming true? If you look at the wall, it is. Okay. Where's all of our communist literature? I used to have like the collected works of Jay Stalin. Okay, Gramsci. He's like holding it together. God, he looks like a fucking... God, he looks like that fucking blonde girl surrounded on the couch by the five black dudes, like, in the shelf with fascism on it. So we have Gramsci, we have Simone Weil, we have Lukash. Okay. All on that shelf. We also have uh, the we parapolitics. We have Marx, clearly. We have the parapolitics books on that shelf as well. Okay. Which does make it feel better. Fucking A, man. Um, so over here is our Marxism, and over there is our Marxism. Uh, over there is also our copy of The Real Anthony Fauci. Oh, you have Anti-Oedipus. Nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's not in the Marxism section. Yes, though. it is. No, it's not. It's right next to the board, and, no, then it's, it's, it's and that's next to Franz Fanon. It's in and the... those are next to Paulo Freire, and that's next to Sigmund Freud, which is next to Eric Fromm, which is next to Stephen Jay Gould, which is next to 
the real Anthony Fauci by uh, RFK Jr. So that is which actually, is I will point out that is actually the psychology and medicine section. Which is next to your entire collection, individual of the Matrix trilogy, and Equilibrium, and Blade, and American Gangster, and Thank You for Smoking, which is just about the biggest fucking mic section of movies I've ever seen. Oh, there's Bakhtin on that wall. Yeah, Mikhail Bakhtin. Damn. And Haywood. And more Gramsci. And Fanchen. And Fanchen by <laughs> Hinton? Yeah. Okay, classic, but Thai? Sartre? Ortega? E. Gasset? You got both of them? <laughs> that was a good one. That was a very good joke. Um, in the box. Oh my god, here, you've read Ortega e Gasset, like both of them? That's crazy. In the boxes over here, we have uh, David Graeber, who is my other nemesis. Hey, that's my book stack, first of all. Uh, most of that's actually me. No, it's most. Uh, the Rosa is you, the David is you. Not most, though. It's like mostly on top. Yeah, well, that's what I can the see. The Spanish explained is me. Um, I play the Spanish. So, Hayes refuses to combine his chess books with mine. Except Most of those chess books are, are like, modern chess openings is mine. Yeah. Lasker, Lasker. What other chess books do I have? Like, all the shitty ones. Mine are just middle games. Like, if you want to learn a middle game, you follow. We have no end game books, dude. No, to... we don't believe in the end game. Uh, we, yeah, I we hate... always we always resign before that. I, I hate to finish. That's why I do amphetamines. <laughs> I was gonna, I was, I was trying to think of a joke with that same like. I was trying to think of that same punchline basically. I also have a weird amount of Altusair. I can't believe, I, my brain cannot. I know it's wrong. My brain can't stop saying Altusay. Because I know that he's French. But it's not like a French name. But I still want to say Altusay. Lessons on Rousseau. The the no pussy version of Reading Capital. The completed edition. The complete edition. You got so much time to read that. And then you have On the Reproduction of Capitalism, which is uh, only... The worst part is you can tell I actually read it because it's falling apart. Yeah, On the Reproduction of Capitalism, which I believe has an appendix which has the essay on ideology. Which is... The only out to say anybody needs to own, and they don't. Even and you know. don't need to own it because it'll teach you anything, but because people reference it, and you want to be like, okay, here's why this is retarded. Let me pull out my notes on why out to say is retarded. Samir Amin, very classic. Uh, we also have some Benjamin. We have lots of Benjamin. Some of it's mine. Illuminations is mine. Only one is mine. Only one is yours. Yeah, one way street. Oh, I should get the archives. That's back in my dad's place. Um. I'll have them send it to me. We have some more fascist. I should actually include this in the fascism section. Leviathan. Well, it doesn't matter. Oh, fuck off. Leviathan is fascist. I say, okay, sure. Why not? Thomas Hobbes is a proto-fascist. I don't care. That's fine. I don't care what you say. That's fine. Thomas I'm, Hobbes I'm not defending Thomas Hobbes. I'm just saying I you're don't You're a Hobbesian. I don't care. You're a Hobbesian British spy. I am a Hobbesian insofar as I call myself the state of nature. Life in the state of nature, rather. Because, Michael, what am I? I am nasty, brutish, and short. <laughs> <laughs> so I am the... 
I am the Hobbesian life before time. Ah, we do have these. Oh, you're fucking... Okay, I don't think this is very interesting. I'll be honest. Descartes and Spinoza. Uh, I mean, it's interesting for me to go through your book collection, but... Our book collection. Our book... Oh, You're so sweet. We're actually just one big family here. Uh, Regis Debray is an interesting dude. So I was going to say, it doesn't matter what... You can rearrange the shelves however you want, but it won't matter because we are going to do a decimal it. Right. I think Laura's really afraid of us doing decimaling it, and she doesn't realize why yet. Why? I think she just has like an impulse in the back of her mind that's like a like a deer in the he- deer in the headlights, where she's just like, "Oh fuck, this is gonna suck," and she doesn't quite grasp why it's gonna suck. Well, she just is afraid. She just knows it's gonna be bad because she's seen us undertake projects. We'll just do a decimal a shelf. We'll start with the we'll start with that shelf up there. Although I don't know, the Great Oil Conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> Which I want to read again, but we've already read it. That's already content. We've already we've already talked about it. Um, we do have that, uh, speculation on credit and society. Okay. By, uh, Hayek. Hayek. We have more Hayek. Oh, sorry, von Mises. Thank you. We have one piece of Hayek. That's mine. We have one piece of von Mises too. Yeah, that's yours. We have a lot of we have a lot of Austrian and fucking Chicago shit too. Von Mises is great because if you've ever want to read anyone doing a defense of debtors' prisons, yeah, uh, he has a twenty-five page one. Hayek is great because nobody who references Hayek or likes Hayek has read Hayek, and like he will make a point several times, like that he likes government in- intervention. He defends government intervention specifically to protect competition. He's like he he makes the point several times. Capitalism is like tends to like destroy itself and we have to prevent that like and we should like the government should step in and make sure that capitalism continues to function in the way that makes it good and i think in a lot of ways it's like it's part of the like i think covid i think revealed a lot of the like common ground between libertarians and and communists which is weird to say but as we pivot to covid oh fuck me are we talking about the french doctors yeah so that's the one piece of news we can do, the French doctors. This was uh, first reported to me, at least, by, uh, by Deutsche Welle on their Inside Europe podcast, which is fun. A lot of stories you can listen to per week, but go ahead. So uh, there's been a recent issue where French doctors were fired for refusing to take the COVID uh, vaccine. That is the phony COVID vaccine. Okay. <laughs> I like Should to, we? Okay, so I we like have to do portmanteaus. I want to. I want to I put a little stop on this real quick. I want to say that we're going to have a lot of people... I'm going to pitch this to a lot of people that I know who are not necessarily on our scene. So let's clarify that we are not anti-vaxxers, like, period. Like, that's not, like, our thing. But, like, we had criticisms of the COVID vaccine rollout when it happened. Yes, and I am certainly anti-FDA. I'm anti-government. So I, I, hate, argue, I hate fucking A, man. So the FDA is, uh, writ large, one of the most corrupt governmental regulatory organizations, and that is primarily a function of capitalism that produces that. Uh-huh. Uh, namely, We're on your side is what I'm saying. Most of We're the, not QAing on. Most FDA money does we might not be come racist, from the government. Most FDA money doesn't come from the government. We're not racist. Anyways, yeah. It comes from the members of the FDA body. Quote unquote, which are the organizations the FDA is supposed to be regulating. Mm-hmm. Uh, to do vaccine research is incredibly difficult uh, and pricey because uh, most research money comes from the companies that produce vaccines. 
So, uh, there was a doctor back in the day who wrote uh, a very interesting piece that I would recommend to anyone. Okay. Called Academic Medicine for Sale. I do not remember his name, but I remember the piece name because I cited it so many times. Academic Medicine for Sale. I should read that. That sounds fascinating. Um, where he outlines the amount of money that goes into academic research in medicine. How much money, Michael? Uh, more than 80%. More than 80%. Comes from pharmaceutical companies. Comes from pharmaceutical companies. It was... Uh, kind of, so when I was doing the research for my psych book, which will at some point be pitched places... No. Uh, Suda fucking get to work. Um, Let me do it. Okay. I've asked you this for months. Okay, but I haven't thought you were serious. I am sorry about that. I thought you weren't like actually intending to do it. Like, What does it take to edit a book? I don't know. Go through and tell me where I need to add information or cut information. Or also tell me if I should just turn it into two books. How long is it? Uh, right now it's like 140,000 words. How many pages? Or no, it's like 80. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter? It's like in a, a Word document. Well, how many pages is a Word document? Give me a, like a rough estimate. I don't know what. Isn't Mice and Men 50,000 words? Yeah. Okay. So it's like three of those. That's not bad. No. That's like a regular... Okay, so it's a standard-ass book. Yeah. You're not writing The Destruction of Reason over here. No. Okay. You're not um, writing Phenomenology of Spirit. Correct. You're writing, like, a verso book. Yeah. Okay, I could probably read that. So, like, when I was doing it, uh, one of the things that stuck out to me was that so many agencies that are supposed to be... Right, like, the American Medical Agency. Yeah. Or American Medical Association. The FDA... Uh, fucking ac literally academic medicine as a concept. Yeah. Uh, almost all academic medical schools have buildings named after drug companies. Yeah. And they... it's because they are funding these schools so heavily that they get buildings named after them. Um, so it is not in your best interest to challenge them. Which is not me saying that all academic medicine should be thrown out. It is just me saying that uh, academic medicine is not uh, so, uh, Lukash makes the comment in Destruction of Reason, uh, there's no such thing as innocent philosophy. There's uh, also no such thing as innocent medicine. Uh-huh. Medicine has a stance, and it has a viewpoint. You mean there's no such thing as impartial? Does he use the word innocent? He uses the word innocent. Or the translator does, I suppose. Yeah. But that's weird. Okay, go ahead. Um... So there's also no such thing as innocent medicine. Um, namely, like even when we talk about like triage medicine, triage has an intention, right? Which is that someone is going to die. Yeah. And someone else is going to live. Yes. And it is whoever is most likely to live is who we are going to donate, who we are going to devote that time to. Triage medicine is not innocent. What it does is it says, well, this person is most likely to live. It determines like, you know, it's trying to... Which is a it's, valuable it's quite thing. Utilitarian, right? Which is a valuable thing, in the specific context of. Well, if this person is going to live and that person is probably going to die, should we be devoting all of our resources to that person to keep them alive, or should we be devoting a little of our resources to this person who we can probably save? Mm -hmm. The answer is you should be saving as many people as you can. Um, COVID kind of turned that on its head, right? Okay. So COVID reverses the traditional triage system that literally the entire medical system is based on. Uh, our medical system is a triage system. We can act like it's not. Yeah. 
uh, the reality is we try to save as many people as we can. Yes. Some people die. Yes. This is the, also, that's just the way nature functions. <laughs> it says as, uh, as many people as possible live, the rest die. Um, which sounds super shitty. Until you realize that that's just what people like can do. That's just what they do, yeah. None of us are God. No. None of us can stop death. No, we can cheat it. Yeah, you can borrow time. We, you and I have done that. Uh, as my friend's father would say, uh, Michael, there's only one person who's undefeated in the world, and that's Father Time. When you look up at the clock at the end, no matter how much you were up at the second quarter, when the fourth quarter comes, Father Time is going to be the one up. That's a fact. That's one way of putting it. It's why it was ridiculous when people said, well, people's grandparents are going to die. Yeah, they're going to die. People's grandparents die. <laughs> I, like, I hate to break it to everyone. Um, and the fact is... And they died regardless, if I recall. Yeah, correct. They died anyway. Uh, yeah, my grandparents died before COVID existed. Ain't that fucked up. Pre-COVID, both, all four grandparents dead. Wild. And I'm not that old. Uh, I had one. I had just one. Now it's two. But, like, that is what happens to elderly people. It is unfortunate and it is very sad. And I firmly believe that, uh, you know, so I'm not religious, but I understand. Yeah, you are. I'm not. You're neurotic. But I, yeah, I'm not. I am. I'm neurotic. Yeah. Uh, I firmly enough. believe that we should mourn every person who dies. I don't, but okay. Like, it is sad when someone is dead. Yeah. Uh, but I will never forget someone messaging Molly Klein, who is older, uh -huh. on Twitter. Yeah. And saying, you are going to kill your grandparents. <laughs> so how did she respond to that? Uh, my grandparents have been dead for more than 40 years. <laughs> how, how would you respond to that? Uh, my grandparents have been dead since I was a toddler. All of them? Uh, my grandmother died at seven, and she was the last. Ugh. Not like not. she died at seven. That would be super <laughs> fucked if she was my grandmother and had six kids before seven. She died when I was seven. Yeah, no, I think we all got that. Uh, no, I was just going to say, I had a, um, I had a grandfather who, was, uh, who died before I was born, but that's about it. Well, I had a grandfather pass very recently in 2021, and it was not of COVID. Sorry to hear that. No problem. I just didn't know where to go from there. I was thinking, I was trying to say, I was going to say I should have stolen his Klonopin, but I thought maybe that was very, uh, you know, blasé, right? A little bit. Yeah, no. Uh, I think he would He would have left. Real drug addicts steal upon it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, fuck me, right? Um, Can I just say that I've been off Adderall and it's been fine. Whatever. Yeah. Um, when I quit benzos, it was the worst thing that ever happened to me. Just about. And I don't know why the schedule for that is way lower. I will say this, and you may experience this at some point. Yeah. Uh, quitting cigarettes. No. Which I have, I have not successfully done. But, uh, like, every time I try, yeah, 
Harder than heroin, right? Oh, worse than heroin. Yeah. Just to give it, anybody who's like, you know, trying to quit cigarettes and feels demotivated, like they're terrible at it, like just know that it is from someone who has quit both or tried to quit both. Heroin was easier to quit. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. You probably are terrible at it. Uh, okay, fine. So, but so is every human being alive. Okay. Um, because cigarettes are so much worse to quit than heroin. It's socially enforced. It's also, you. did you ever do heroin like 10 to 12 to 20 times a day? Was it that bad? Uh, I mean, I went through a bundle a day. Well, how, how many times did you so actually? That's like 10 no, bags. How, many, how many times did you ritually do it? Oh, ritually? Yeah. Uh, how many times did the... Like three. Yeah. Four. I don't know if that makes a difference. I feel like it does. It does. Because, like, my daily routine is just wake up, smoke a cigarette, eat food, smoke a cigarette. Go to the gym, smoke a cigarette. Yeah. Go I, to work, smoke 12 cigarettes because customers are awful. Go to work, smoke a cigarette on my way there, maybe two if I'm walking. Uh, then, once I'm there, I every time we're slow, like, the moment customers are out of that building... Uh-huh. Cigarettes are in my mouth. Uh, especially working in the food industry where you don't get breaks. Like, the only way to get a break is to be like, hey, I'm going to smoke a cigarette. Yeah, so... You just... Uh, you, cigarettes is terrible. You learn to really live with a cigarette as part of your personality? Yeah. Also, like, the social aspect of it. Like... I don't know how to make friends without them. I don't know... I don't know how to get laid without them, either. Yeah. Every time a woman says, oh, I don't smoke, I'm just like, I'm not getting laid tonight. There's no way. Are you kidding me? Shout out to my girlfriend. Who does not smoke cigarettes? And continues to sleep with me inexplicably. I mean, I don't know. I think cigarettes are cool. I'm going to keep smoking them. Uh, Noemi told me that I look like James Dean, so I want to keep smoking them. Holy shit, what happened to your arm? My cat. Jesus. Doesn't it look bad now? Yes. You're going <laughs> to Dude, I think you're going to die. 